When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We are shortly going to hear the musings of Two Buck Chuck, which I know you're eagerly anticipating. Matt says, Jules, remember Mark Kratzman? For some reason, he used to play in a cricket cap like a baggy green top. Yeah, he did. I thought it, from memory, Matt, I thought it was more sort of a harlequin type cap. I could be wrong. But apparently, I remember reading about this. Mark Kratzman was just a big cricket fan. He used to play in a cricket cap. Quintessentially Australian. Respect to you. Mark Kratzman, keep the text coming in and call me as well, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Weapon of choice, your favourite racket and cricket bat back in the day. All right, two buck Chuck, good morning to you. Good morning again, Jules. Good morning again, everyone. Uh, I'm going to talk about cricket uh, at the moment. Obviously, we've got the Australia versus West Indies series coming up, but there's also another series that I'm really, really keen on, and it's the start of a five-match series. Yes, that's right, five-match series between India and England, kicking off on the 25th of January. The first match, uh, I believe, is in... Uh, I think I think it's in Nagpur. No, it's in Hyderabad. Apologies, it is in Hyderabad. But there's it, a bit of a war of words going on between the, the English and the Indian media. And who, who kicked it off was none other than Sunil Gavaskar. And this was on the back of that uh, that test match, uh, the shortest test match in history Cape Town, uh, yeah. recently uh, between South Africa and India, which was completed in 107 overs. He said this about the pitch, which um, I think it was uh, Sean Pollock said, oh, look, the, pit, the curator just got it wrong. And uh, this is what Gavaskar said. He said, these kind of excuses that the curator got it wrong is typical of the senior countries, which is South Africa, England, New Zealand, and Australia. When our curators make a dry pitch, then it's uh, chickenry, as a former Australian skipper said last year, um, and that they're, they're deli butchers it's, uh, and it's not human error and, and it's deliberate. Uh, he also went on to say, in about three weeks' time, another test series starts with a country that is the biggest whinging and moaning media in sport, referring to England. Mm-hmm. Anything that doesn't suit their team will be criticised and allegations will fly thick and fast. Now, in addition to this, England have also brought in their own private chef on tour to India as to avoid any uh, any food contamination things, which has uh, garnered a lot of interest worldwide in, in the cricket circles. But it's got me thinking, this is going to be uh, just a powder keg of a series. It's going to be a war of words. Um, Sunil Gavaskar has almost sort of, I guess, solicited the, the Indian media to sort of go toe-for-toe toe with the English media. Uh, so it's going to be a big, massive whinge-off. And I, for one, am incredibly excited. But it also got me thinking, is this, is this a win-win for Australia? We have no dog in this fight because uh, it's sort of our two biggest rivals going at each other and sort of beating each other up. But I, I want to pose this question to you, Jules, and I want to post this question on our, on our Twitter as well. We'll get a Twitter poll out. 
Who will you be supporting in this five-match test series? Will you be supporting India or will you be supporting England? And I'd love to know why. Jules? Okay, a couple of things here. Firstly, are you saying that Sonny Gavaska has lit the fuse? Yes, definitely lit the fuse. Uh, In terms of who I will be supporting, England and India, I will be supporting India. India? Nice. Why is that? And look, it's, well... It's not because I got Indian heritage, but that's not the reason. It's mainly because I just can't support England in anything, effectively. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I back that. I will also be supporting. So it's not India. so much. It's not so much going for mm. India. It's more about not wanting England to win, if that makes sense. Yeah, I I completely agree. I think uh, especially the way the uh, England team has carried on in the past. I think twelve to. To oh, 18 months. Going it's like just been if we annoying. if we had Jack Leach, we would have I mean, shut up. And if we had Nathan Lyon, you know, you if, know if, mate, the dogs are barking, yeah. the caravan has rolled on. I mean, honestly, they're still banging on about it. Yeah. All right. You had a rubbish World Cup, you're fatigued, you're an aging side, and you have to acknowledge that you you know, despite the revolution of Basball, you're not as good as you think you are. Well, yeah, and I'm also intrigued to see how Basball would go in Indian conditions. Uh, last time England yeah. toured uh uh, India, there was a two-day test match yes. um, at Narendra Modi Stadium in uh, Ahmedabad. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, it was also one of the quickest there, and, and that was a, another poor pitch as well. But I'd just be interested to see how it will happen. Do, do, do you have a prediction, a scoreline prediction out of the five test series? Uh, I don't. Uh, you know what? Let me think about it mm. and answer that question on Monday. Nice. I haven't looked too closely at the series, I'll, I'll be honest. Mm. It's going to be fascinating, though. You know, let's talk about the big three. India and India is... Probably the toughest assignment in world cricket. Australia got very, very close. You know, save for a couple of batting collapses, they were in the games. Australia's a better travelling team than England, so I think I don't think England will put up as big a fight as Australia did. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe you fight fire with fire. You know, but I, I'm not sure how Basball's going to go against you know Ashwin and Jadeja, these sorts of guys on those pitches. They are just lethal, and their numbers back it up. Mm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I've I've put that out to on our Twitter on on Matty White Sen. Who will you be supporting in the upcoming India v England Test series starting on January twenty five? India or England? So head over to our Twitter to vote there, or on the text line oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Would love to to hear your thoughts. I will say this though, you know how I did say I, I basically go for anyone that plays England. And this is good from Matt on the text line. Ha ha, Jules, you sound like me as a Liverpool fan barracking so hard for any team playing Man United. You know, it's the older, who do you go for? You go for two teams, your team and whoever's playing, you know, so-and-so. But the only time, and it's probably changed now because Australia will now, given the expanded FIFA World Cup, qualify regularly. And they've qualified for every tournament since 2006. But prior to that, when Australia never made it, I used to support England when they made it in a football World Cup. And my reasoning was because we were familiar with the players. And so, so if I'm a Man United fan and I see you know, David Beckham or whoever, for example, then I thought, okay, well, I'm going to go for that team because I know and like those players. So that is the one exception, the time where I did support England loosely. Or not so much support, but not want them to lose. I thought it was acceptable for an Australian to back England in a World Cup in which Australia didn't feature because of the Premier League stars that you've come to know and love. Is that reasonable, Chuck? I, I think that is a very reasonable, reasonable take from you, Jules. Mm. Okay, so there you go. At Matty White, SEN, India and England, the upcoming Test Series. Who will you be supporting? Tell us as well on the text line 0457736736. Why? Give us your reasoning. Why? And your weapons of choice. Not just your favourite bat, but why? Is it, and did you score any runs 
I want to hear some hero stories, like a shoulderless WG Grace. He got a half ton. I remember the, at the time, would have been under 12s. I used the Magnum. It was too big for me. Then I switched back to the V12 for a while. 26 not out. Solid 26 not out for the Linfield Oranges. Geez, I was good that day. Really, really good. Found the middle. Should have got more, but they didn't mow the outfield. This was at Bales Park in Willoughby. It was thick. Thick. If I was playing on the carpet, the Sydney Cricket Ground of the Gabba, it would have rolled. I would have had 100 without question. Thank you, Two Buck Chuck. 0457 736 736. Uh, spot on, Jules. I'm with you. India all the way. Uh, Mick from the Gong, good morning to you. Random thought. John Sutton had to get two tats, one for his postcode Maroubra and one for winning the comp. If slash when <laughs> the Roosters win the comp this year, Victor Radley only needs one. Covers both his postcode and the premiership year. Told you it was random. Thank you for that, Mick from the Gong. Had not given any thought to that. My mother-in-law stayed at our place. Someone stole a pair of her underpants off the line. I was less angry at a sicko around the area as I was losing a dozen pigs. <laughs> Very good. What is the term? What do they call it? Nicking laundry? Snow dropping, I think. Nicking laundry off the line. Who the hell goes and steals laundry off the line? It's the idea of wearing someone else's clothes. Yuck. Uh, Clubhouse leader, thank you, Pearl. That was a perler. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Best bat I ever had, Jules, was a Simmons Super Tusker. It had the thick edges way before its time. Did you ever do this thing, Matt, where you turn it on the side and try to just bounce the cricket ball duck, 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 because of the thickness of the edge? And were you that skilled you could do it with the cricket stump? That was the other one. G'day, Jules. The humidity here in Wollongong is horrendous. I'm sweating even more now hearing about our Dragons' potential two off-season signings being ruled out of 2024. Wondering... Where our already struggling club goes to next. Look, I'll say this about the Dragons, and what do you do? I mean, you can't mitigate against this kind of stuff. If you had a pre existing shoulder injury that's lingering, well, that's too bad. They didn't register the contract for that reason because he hadn't done the official medical. And he's gone, yep. Yeah, it's a blow to our halves depth, absolutely. So it'll be Hunt and Flanagan. You know, Bird could potentially play 5 8, but outside of that, they don't have a hell of a lot of options. If Ben Hunt goes missing, or he's injured, he could be away for origin. I don't know what they do. I don't know what they do. But Flano has a plan. You've got to put some trust in him. He knows how to build a club. He knows how to win a comp. And importantly, he knows how to get him fit. And one of the knocks in the Dragons the last couple of years, they've tended to fade drastically in the final 20 minutes or so of each game. That should not happen this year. So small steps, small steps. They're not going to challenge for a title. But the important thing is Dragons fans, after a few lean years, you just want to see them just moving in the right direction. Heading in the right direction, as Renee Gay would sing. So you've got to stick solid. You've got to stick solid with your club. Martin, what were the odds that I was hanging close on the line when you mentioned it? Of course, it didn't surprise that I had three socks to peg. Where's that fourth sock? I had a theory, Martin. You know how the socks always go missing? I reckon socks somehow magically morph into wire coat hangers. Because I've sort of stumbled across these random, you know, the ones that you get, you get from the dry cleaners. Random wire coat hangers on the floor of the laundry. So I reckon the socks turn into wire coat hangers. What do you think of that theory, Martin? Let me know. The best bat back in the day was the poor man's poly armor, the mighty white terry armor. That's two now. Two noms for the terry armor. Never used one. Never used one. I dry collared shirts on hangers, but I peg t-shirts upside down using a peg on each corner. That is common sense personified, Brad the Owl. I hang jeans upside down as they dry quicker. That is true too. Yeah, so you hang the jeans by the leg. Yes? 
And what I might do as well, and not everyone has these luxuries, you get it, Brad the Owl, and you drag it over two lines, almost like a tent so the air gets under it. I mean, that's next-level drying technique. Not everyone's ready for that. Certainly not two buck chuck. one 300 Want to take your calls on the open line? You're with Jules on Summer Mornings.